We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So I think you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help, you can get a roadmap, you can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K and K. Hey everybody. Value Add with K&K, Crystal Kenny here. Just want to say thank you so much for the support, for listening, um, the comments, everything. Keep it up. We'll keep going as long as we can. And if you like what you're listening to, like what you're watching, uh, tell your friends about it, leave us a review, maybe even give us five stars. We love those. That's how we can grow and continue to bring you guys value and spread the word. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on again today. I know we had a little malfunction yesterday, so we're going to try and like, recreate what we had yesterday yeah so, so guys so yeah. you don't that you don't know we had a great interview with billy and then we realized that it didn't record so we're gonna have even better interview today <laughs> yeah we promise yep. <laughs> but yeah thanks for coming on we just wanted to kind of get from you kind of like what the landscape is right now for you i know you have almost like 40 retail locations not even just in california but in several other states including new york and i think toronto um, and some other areas. So um, we kind of want to see what you're doing and what kind of strategies you're putting in place as well. So um, just give everybody some but, info. But first, we always ask everybody, I know we asked yesterday, how's life working from home and adjusting and how's that going? Uh, it's great. I'm working with my coworkers, which are my English bulldog, my French bulldog, and my husband. And uh, <laughs> they're all uh, never quiet. They snore a lot. They make a lot of noise. There's always a blender or something going off in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but Shannon always... keeps you fed, right? Uh, I am wearing this sweater for a reason. Yeah. I am... <laughs> awesome. So um, I know, I think you said yesterday you have 37 retail businesses now. Um, can you kind of just go through, I'm guessing they're all not open to currently can you go through kind of what you own and kind of what's how's that going with the owners now like how are you guys processing everything like today yeah so i have uh 37 businesses across the country i have one in toronto canada uh, a number of salons in uh, new york city florida colorado in san diego california i have renegade fit camp which is a group of gyms uh, Yoga Box, uh, Remedy, which is a med spa, surgical center, chiropractic, so on and so forth. So all together about 37 projects, all in different spaces. Wow. All of the businesses are actually closed right now. So basically once this all happened, we ended up uh, shutting down everything last week on Monday. Wow. Yeah. So it's so, a pretty crazy time. Yeah. Yeah. How's the, um, how are the, how are, you know, co-investors, co-owners, how is everybody taking it, dealing with it? Yeah, it's been really interesting actually to see everyone sort of stand up and, and how they kind of handle pressure. When we first had this happen, I wasn't so sure. I was like, oh God, I have to really be there for everybody and everything. But honestly, it's brought out the best version of my business partners. And it's been something that I find pretty incredible. Uh, we had a lot of uh, employee uh, support that was needed uh, just because basically 
whether whatever state you are in, you're basically, uh, uh, what is it, furloughing, firing, whatever you want to call it uh, for the state in order to make sure that everybody's protected and can file for unemployment. Uh, we basically took those steps. And so it was a lot of conversations. I think all together between all my projects, we have about almost 400 people. And wow. so there's uh, you know, a, a lot of conversations with everyone, kind of making sure everybody was set up and supported. Well, it's a lot of people, a lot of conversations. That's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. Wow. How's the, um, how, how are, the, how are them? I mean, you have different kind of employees. How are employees taking it? You know, it's funny in the beginning, I think employees just were really lost. And so we needed to be there to support guide, uh, make sure that they had somebody to talk to, you know, we really tried to be there as much as we possibly could. Now it feels like everyone really kind of understands what's going on, the resources that are out there. Uh, we have a, a, a Facebook group um, for all the employees of Fox and Jane uh, that we uh, all communicate through. There's small text message groups in my other projects that are a little bit smaller. Um, so there feels like a big community sort of aspect happening where we're all kind of keeping in the loop. If somebody sees an article about something, they're popping it in there. Uh, if I have an update, I'll pop it in there. So it's, you know, we're just really sort of working with each other and communicating, but it's a lot better now. Yeah. I would imagine the initial shock was just the hardest part. I mean, I think we all kind of did that. We even saw it in our industry where a lot of people were calling the bank, like, what if I can't pay my mortgage? And now the lenders are like freaking out. And so everybody's kind of like, what's happening? And yeah. it never feels good to feel like you've been let go too. Yeah. Like there's that feeling. And then you have to kind of realize that there's, it's business and there's strategy behind it. And right. Yeah. I, don't, I think there was uh, the way it was kind of explained you know, we had to really make sure that everyone did know it was a strategy or that these were steps that you had to take and verbiage you had to say. But yeah, you know, when you, somebody says, hey, you're fired or hey, we're letting you go or any of those sort of things, it has a bad reaction. And, and we definitely uh, so it needed to be there and kind of be like, hey, we're, you're fired, but there's a chance you're going to come back. And no, 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 it's just like, <laughs> it was, it's a whole process. It's tough. You know, there's, there's, um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a guy that owns 600 restaurants. Um, he owns like the Morton's and all that. I, what's his name? Tillman or whatever. He had to let go 40,000 people this week. And, um, you can just imagine, but you know, a lot of these people are living paycheck to paycheck or, you know, restaurants tips. So, I mean, it's, it's good to get the unemployment of the government, but it's just, I think it's scary, you know, and it's not like they can't just position and go, Oh, I'm going to go over to this place and get a job. I mean, if everything's closed, it's super, super scary. So I think people need somebody to confide in or talk to. So, I mean, stuff, 400 people is a lot of people. Um, what are you guys doing today? Like right now? Cause I know we talked yesterday, but I already know how you are, but what are you doing right now in your businesses? where you're sitting, nothing's going on, but I know behind the scenes, you're like, we're going to start doing X, Y, Z. So when we open, we're this much better as a business, you know? Yeah. So right now we've been really focusing on uh, items that we might've sort of fallen behind on and haven't been really working on hundred percent because we are pretty busy in all of my projects. I feel really blessed for that. So one of the things is like email funnels. We've been working really hard on making sure our email funnels are down uh, internal communications, working on benefit plans for yoga box. So offering uh, uh, full or not full coverage, but coverage to our yoga box team, uh, you know, just basically internal communications and information 
information and handbooks. So right now we're really focusing on the actual business. And so when we come back, there's a lot to like sort of look forward to. There's a little bit more of a stability there, you know, just sort of creating more of an atmosphere uh, internally. And so really we've also just been embracing technology. Uh, one of the things with Yoga Box right now and Renegade is we've been posting and going live with workouts. Uh, that's been something that's been really important for us. Uh, education, uh, Skin Habit right now has been going online and doing lives, uh, uh, basically talking about skin. Fox and Jane has done that with hair. Uh, you know, just a lot of different things. And then a lot of fundraising. Uh, we did a t-shirt campaign for Fox and Jane uh, where the proceeds of the t-shirts that we designed will go towards our team members. Uh, you know, we did the same thing with memberships for Yoga Box and Renegade. So just across the board, we've been really just doing a lot of stuff to kind of keep everybody busy, but also sort of get it ready for when we come back. Yeah, I think it's, it's really important um, for a lot of small business owners to do the kinds of things that you're doing because also it just shows the leadership as business owners and as leaders and kind of keeps the morale up among everyone while you might want to be just like, we were laughing, there was some meme yesterday about like, something about, oh, I'm going to do things I haven't done before. I drank the vodka. I drank the Baileys. I drank the whatever. <laughs> it's like, no, somebody said, like, finish. You should finish the stuff you started in your yeah, house. So they're like, like okay, I, I didn't eat all the cookies and drink all the wine and this. It's like, but, you know, the Netflix and chill. So it's just like, I think it's hard, you know. It's yeah, hard yeah. to be motivated at home. And especially if your business is shut down, it's hard to get motivated for a lot of people. You know? The yeah. first few days of the shutdown, I definitely, you know, after work and everything else, I definitely had like a day or two where the blinds were closed and I was watching a ton of Netflix and, you know, uh, now Tiger King, you know, if I'm like the... <laughs> I, did that one too. Yeah. Like, oh I literally was dreaming that I had pet tigers. The other day. I was like, would I have gone to the tiger park? And you know, so, um, but then I've also been taking the time to really uh, make the conscious effort to walk in and walk out of this changed. And so I've been doing a lot of uh, sort of studying and sort of personal work for myself, watching interviews with Howard Schultz, Bob Iger, uh, so on and so forth, just to kind of, uh, I'm reading a lot more. I'm just trying to uh, really walk out of this you know, better and, and changed. And I, and I think that that's been my advice for everyone. I talked to a business partner of mine, uh, I had salons with, and she was like, oh, what, how am I going to walk? You know, what do I do? I'm, I'm so, I, I feel lost. I feel confused. What should I uh, get to? And I just said, you know, change your life. Take this opportunity right now to change your life. And so that's really, it's been sort of the advice I've had for people. Yeah, I think um, I was just talking to somebody earlier, uh, Jarvis, he's the morning hero and yeah. he coaches people. And I was, cause he's coaching people right now. Most of them are entrepreneurs or business owners. And he just said, it's, you know, like, for example, he said, one of the ladies, it's, she's a nurse or a doctor and she sees patients and she's like, what do I do? And he's like, you got to pivot. What do you mean? She's freaking out. He's like, start online. Like, so he's helping her get on zoom and get this, like, get, he's like, don't wait, just go, like just jump in and go. And I think he, I said, what are you changing? He says, look, you kind of just need to keep your same routine. If you can't go to the office, like get up and do your normal thing, but get a schedule and stick with it. And it, I think a lot of people are just schedules, just wild willy. And it's hard. I even told Crystal like this next week, I was like, we've been kind of like the nanny was gone. Now she's here. And I'm like, I need to get more on a schedule because it's even hard, you know, doing your stuff throughout the day. You just get distracted so easily. So easily. So easily. Yeah. Especially you guys got all the employees. I think there's also a thing with momentum, you know, like our momentum was just 
stopped. So many of us were excited on growing our businesses and things like that. And now, like you said, it's, it's this mind shift to say, okay, so maybe we don't have the same momentum that we had, but what about all these things? Like we, we've talked about this in the past, working on your business instead of in your business, we're sort of forced to work on our business now because we can't work in our business. So it's a great time, like you said, whether it's like policies and procedures or handbooks or health benefits or um, just doing all those things to show your team that you're supporting them and doing things to be to come out better on the other side of this. Yeah, I think there is a thing that's happening where a lot of businesses have been struggling even before this happened. And so this is the time to really be introspective of that and ask yourself, why have you been struggling and what can you change and what can you do better in order to walk out of this stronger and to create that change for your team and to show them that this time wasn't wasted. I, I don't want to have my team look at me and think, wow, we just wasted a month. I want my team to walk out and go, wow, we're really going into this uh, charged and ready to go. So my big piece of advice for people is to really, if, if you've had struggles before, what can you work through so you don't have those out of this? Yeah, the one thing you said is, um, like for example, I think what I'm hearing too is, for example, Renegade, um, you know, you're like, what do we do? And Jamie's, you know, being Jamie's great personality, which he doesn't yeah. even understand how valuable it is to him and right. his family. Right. And so he's doing the stuff on the internet and I know he's not even like that. And I know he did the Kung Fu kick and I was like laughing, but somebody else is saying is, yeah, like this is going to maybe have business revenues. We didn't think about it. It's like, Oh, we have Renegade, but also what about a Renegade online now? You're like, yeah. I mean, Jamie's personality and everything. It's like, it goes there. You didn't think about it, but now you're like, maybe it's a possibility. You know, yeah. uh, so the rest of the world should see his personality. Yeah, I know. I, 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 it's amazing. He was never on social before. There's a few people that are like that for me where, uh, uh, they weren't on social before. Now they're on it and they are, stars i mean it's unbelievable and jamie's always been a star in my eyes so yeah. just for everybody else to see it now is unbelievable you know besides the 5 a.m classes that i know kenny goes to but, uh, <laughs> but uh you know but really it's interesting what i was reading an article that i thought was really interesting was how you know notaries there used to be laws where you couldn't be uh you had to do in-person notaries now that's online um, I was uh, mentioning, I think, before my friend works for the NHS as the head of nursing, and they were trying to get a bill through to do uh, electronic visits uh, for doctors and nurses, and now they've passed that bill, and it's going to change technology forever. So, you know, I really think that the outcome of this is going to be really interesting and creative, you know, and, I, and I'm excited about that. Oh, I 100% I, I agree. I, I mean, the things that are going to change from this time is, you know, I always tell Crystal, somebody's right now sitting in their underwear at home creating a billion dollar company oh, because okay. of this. And it's, you know, if you look at what came out of the last downturn, there's all these companies that we're using now. Look at Zoom. I mean, yeah. perfect timing. They're, everybody's on this. Nobody even knew about Zoom. They're like, Zoom, what's that? Now everybody's using it. They, they're forced to use it. Yeah. So, yeah. Jill's even you just saying that. You know, someone is right now coming up with an idea that will possibly impact our future from a result of this. I think that's exciting. It, they'll provide jobs, you know, all kinds of crazy things. I think that's very exciting. Yeah, I agree. What, um, one of the things you mentioned too, and I didn't ask yesterday, um, but for example, I was talking to Crystal. I was like, I don't want to stop my membership for Renegade. I want to keep supporting you guys. Right. But then I didn't realize, and I called Monty and Monty's like, yeah, you just email them and this. So she emailed you guys. And you know, for me, it's not the end of the world. It's whatever I pay a month, but you know, what can people do because retail businesses are suffering 
And I have to tell people like, look, but this is might've been your spot that you go to forever. This is a part of your life and this is in your routine and maybe it's a hundred bucks a month or something. So it's not a big deal to you, but to you guys over hundreds of people, it adds up and helps pay the bills. Besides that, what can you, what can people do maybe in a retail business right now they have to generate some income or cash flow or support businesses, people, anybody, you know? I think there's like a number of things. One is ask everyone how they might, how they want to help. You know, we, uh, we did that for Fox and Jane. And one of the first things that we, we know, we're creatives at Fox and Jane, hairstylists, artists. Uh, we have a, a big uh, focus on creative. And so we made t-shirt designs where, you know, half the, the cost obviously goes towards the company that's making the shirts, but the other half goes towards the Fox and Jane crew. So we emailed that as a creative way to get the message out there and, and really uh, get it taken off so much so that uh, we were just on the Canadian version of CNN, CBC, uh, talking about it and, and, you know, kind of showing how that all went for us, right? Yeah, so I, I mean, so it's, it's coming up with a creative idea like that all the way down to, uh, you know, we had the, how we got the idea for unfreezing the memberships was somebody contacted us and said, please let me continue to pay. We want to be there for you. And, you know, at first we were saying, no, 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 it's fine. But then we realized we just had fired all of our team members. And, you know, you know, that, that, that was the, the quote, obviously, we're, we're hoping that everybody comes back. But, you know, we're like, what do we do to support these guys who, you know, might possibly live paycheck to paycheck and rely on that sort of gig income or contractor income of uh, being at Renegade or any other gym? And so that's, you know, so now we're taking um, the profits from that, uh, not even the profits, almost 100 percent and just giving it right over to them. So it's, it's, it's really exciting to kind of have those actions. I would honestly tell you it's. It's literally, if you're someone listening and you can think of a retail business, it's talking to them and asking them what they might need. Um, if it's a restaurant that you support, see if they do takeout and, you know, order that for delivery. If it's retail, maybe it's a gift card that you can buy in the future on their website. And any of that stuff that might be able to help. Yeah, no, I, I think that's hard. What do you guys, is there anything now when you guys open your business? Um, the first question of this would be, is, is there anything now you're like, oh, we're definitely implementing this nothing to do with like obviously the new safety things that might be required but is there anything now you're like we're definitely gonna when we open we're implementing this across the board or a few of your businesses just from having this time to take a break yeah i'm actually taking a lot from what's happening in china right now and how they're sort of integrating back into everything and it's and one of the descriptions was letting out the air of a really giant balloon of anxiety and worry and kind of just getting back to normal. So how I kind of look at that is, you know, keeping our class sizes maybe a little bit smaller when we restart again, and then slowly adding people back in and increasing class sizes again. Luckily, uh, for my other businesses, everything um, has high sanitary restrictions. So like, for example, Skin Habit, you know, they're wearing masks and gloves, Fox and Jane. Um, there's a lot of hand washing, uh, hair washing. There's actually, we have six feet apart from all of our uh, chairs anyways. You know, there's just those things already in place. Our Botox clinics obviously have high, high standards. So a lot of that's already in there, but for the gyms especially, we're looking at it as how can we slowly get people back to normal, feeling comfortable? Because, you know, I can't imagine, I, can't, I, I went out the other day, I think I mentioned this to you guys, and I walked out and it was like my first time out on the planet minus this loop I, I live near. And I was like, whoa, and somebody talked to me. And I'm like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> I feel like I'm in the big brother house right now. So it's just, it's interesting to kind of go back. So I feel like everyone's going to kind of need that a little bit. 
and all the space that we have now, like at the grocery store, like we had to go today too. It's like, they have a line that starts back. It kind of like when you're getting a prescription or something and then like, you don't want too many people to be, you don't want to be in the aisle with like more than one or two people or something like that. And you don't really walk by each other anymore. I mean, there's just things like that that are really different for us. Oh yeah, I'm a weirdo now. I mean, like if I'm walking, yeah. down, I like cross the street. I go into the street. I go around. It'd be like a, a person with their little dog, and I'm like, Whoa, and I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had face masks on because Crystal's pregnant, but yeah, but she didn't even notice. I was standing in line, and the lady behind me is like, I didn't even pay attention. I didn't see this line. I mean, I was whatever five feet from her. She goes, Hey, you're gonna have to back it up. I was like, Okay. She goes, The guy in front of me told me I'm too close. And I was like, and she was like eight feet. I was like, okay. So I just was like, I, some old guys like, just go on that line over there. So I went over there. I was like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. He wanted like 15 feet. Yeah. He's like, you're too close to me. Like, I was like, okay. So this well, at is, least people are listening now. No, but I think you're right about letting the anxiety out. Like that is going to be one of the problems for every, the retail and people coming in. Like, how do you, people think I touched the countertop. Now I'm going to, you know, get this virus or whatever. So. It is funny because I'm hearing a lot of things like, uh, I think we all heard it when New York started cleaning their subways more and they were like, oh yeah, we're going to start cleaning them every 72 hours. And we were like, wait, when were you not cleaning them every 72 hours? What was going on? What was the rule? And honestly, I'm like, really? You only clean them every three days? Exactly right. Yeah. So now I I feel like that's going to be exciting to see how everything kind of gets into place with like how laws and restaurants and everyone's going to kind of do everything differently. Um, Starbucks, I know, is uh, they used to do something called a 30 minute spin and now they do a 10 minute spin. So every 10 minutes they're going out and they're wiping everything down and kind of maybe that might go to 15 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever that is. But I'm excited to see that people are going to kind of change that in that direction. Yeah, and I think the you know local governments because of this. I mean, you know, we go to some cities. You're like, well, how do they like get away with this? You know, this is disgusting. And I think now it's like, I think they're just going to be like, I'm just not going to go there. So these local governments have to put in their budget to like have porters or people cleaning more regularly because right. we've all been to places. You're like, this is disgusting, or it's just, and it's not going to be tolerated anymore. Um, what I know some of the things we talked about yesterday. So. Obviously, I was talking to a buddy yesterday. He does SBA lending. And um, after we talked, and ironically, he's like, yeah, I, I'm reaching out to all my business owners or they're reaching out to me saying, hey, uh, what's with the stimulus package? Like, what do we got? Because he does SBA loans. They bought a building, this and that. And so a lot of them obviously are struggling looking for the money. I know we talked about it yesterday. Can you just talk a little bit about like what you guys are generally looking at and what where you're kind of, yeah, where people can go? Yeah, so uh, we've been utilizing every sort of relief program, SBA program, uh, deferment possible. Uh, each city that we're in is different and has different reactions uh, or descriptions of how they explain things. So for example, what might be a furlough in New York is I think firing someone in Colorado, which is you know, uh, you know freezing someone's position in San Diego. So there's all these sort of different terminologies. Uh, but we've been really looking at our local officials for this. and uh, But we have filed for every relief program that there's been. Uh, I know that we're pointing everybody in the direction for the stimulus when that fully comes through and the applications are up. Uh, I know, Kenny, you and I were just texting yesterday um, about a program here in San Diego. I've been passing that out to people uh, with the website. The application goes live today at 5 p.m. You know, so really, we've just, you know, we're looking at it, all the resources, and then we're just trying to point all of the business partners to those resources and then all the team. And it's, and that's really been 
uh, not, I wouldn't want to say a full-time job, but it's been a job to make sure that everybody, nobody's left behind in those conversations. Oh, I'm sure that's, uh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> you do loans and just filling out paperwork. It's a lot and, of paperwork. I mean, and the, for the government to move fast is a challenge. Yeah. They're not good at moving fast. It's a, so that's one of the things I was listening to the Wells Fargo CEO speak. And, you know, the one thing is, is which people might not know is the banks are in really good shape and they're like, we want to help because last crisis they're like, sorry, uh, we need help because we're screwed up. And they said what the government's rely on us and even the paycheck CEO and stuff. They're like, how are we going to get all this money to everybody in like three weeks? Cause people think it's like hit a button. It's, it's a lot of work from everybody. So it will be interesting to see how, if this really can come down and get the money out because all the business owners, they need it now. You know, people that are unemployed need it now. You know, people that own apartment buildings or you know, all this stuff that they might not pay rent. They're like, give it to them now, you know? So it's, yeah. it's we're all this together. Yeah, I really feel that too. I, I feel like, uh, you know, like the website, I had a couple people who they gave up on filing for unemployment because the website was down. And I'm like, hey guys, you have to go back and try again. And, you know, and so it's, it's really me just even coaching someone to have the, the power within themselves to go to a website and upload, you know, and, and upload the documents or, or that they give up because, you know, it's, it's really, it's hard in some aspects because we do have a little bit of a broken system that I think needs to be worked on where, uh, uh, you know, items can be, you know, maybe connected easier. Maybe it's your ADP for your payrolls are connected easier to the banks, uh, loan programs. I don't know what that is, but there's, you know, something there just to connect people a little bit more because I think there is a disconnect there. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, even in our business, I think the government too is going to realize like we need a plan that if we go through, whether it's a recession, depression, or some, I mean, we could, anything could happen where we need to get money to people in the future. They're going to learn from this too, because they already talked about like, we're going to get through this, but we're going to plan for another one of these tomorrow yeah. and how we're going to, because you know, how we're going to deal with it faster. Because the faster they move, the everybody's stress calms down real fast. So really great. I Efficiency think. is definitely a problem, I would say. Uh, it is, yeah. <laughs> no, even commercial loans, you guys can only move yeah, so fast. I mean, I mean residential's faster. Honestly, than it's kind of, you realized, well, we, we realized it before, but you realize it even more. It's more in your face in a situation like this, how far behind a lot of industries are with technology. So they're definitely being forced to put it in place now. And so I think that's definitely one of the positives that will come out of this is that a lot of companies are going to be much more prepared with technology now because they were forced to. Even servers. I mean, something as simple as a server for a website, uh, you know, you can't go to a website right now that can have more than a thousand people on it without it crashing. You know, it's like, that's a problem. And, you know, and that's something that fundamentally shouldn't happen when uh, there's a chance for any crisis to happen or, you know, the chance of any recession or any of that. So I just think that finding those, it's, it's a small problem that once it's fixed, I'm, I'm sure, you know, we'll, have great strengths. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> What's um? I mean, if somebody's in a similar retail right now, you know, what do you what do you think somebody's top couple things they should be focusing on when they're getting ready to open their doors? Yeah, uh, one of my biggest things that I think about quite a bit is cost. You know, um, how much it costs to run your business. I always say that 
my business models always have our client and our customer first and what we provide. We want to have a great experience for the client. We want to create a, a great experience and educational platform for our team members. So if they ever were to move on or go someplace else, they've built up a skill set. Uh, but also I keep all of that in mind with the profit. I can't be a successful business that provides jobs, provides experience, provides anything without a profit margin. And so really what I've been looking at, uh, or not what I look at, but one of my philosophies is always making sure that uh, all my business models have a 20% or higher profit margin. Uh, and that's really allowed me to be successful and feel really secure in this, you know, this time to be able to say, hey, when it's time to open up again, you know, we will be able to pay the rents, we will have our cash reserve, we will be able to do that first payroll, uh, because you know, sometimes cash flows off for that, and we'll be able to jump back in. And I think that's so the first thing I always tell people that I've talked to, I've talked to a handful of business owners is making sure that your costs are between 50 and 60% to operate your business. If you can uh, uh, keep that in the 50 to 60% range, uh, and maybe that means that you go through right now with your time off, you look at your profit and loss, your uh, bank statements, whatever else, and you, you know, figure out um, where, where you're spending. Uh, maybe some of your costs are too high, any of those things, and I'd look at basically slimming those down. That's smart. Yeah, I think that, that was one thing that we even learned with our businesses at some point. You get so busy and you realize that you're actually wasting a lot of money just on things that you don't need that you didn't shut off, whether it's a subscription or some software that you don't use anymore. We did that like a huge cleanup last year at the end of the year. And it was, it felt so good, oh, but yeah. it's, it's also like a necessary thing that needs to be done. And as you grow, you realize that you forget that stuff pretty quickly, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think that's a really good point. You, you made a point yesterday that I love, which was, you're not having a business just to pay people employees and not to be profitable. Like you want to have a unique service that, that helps people and benefits people and it's unique, but it does need to be profitable at the end of the day. Yeah. Profit provides opportunity. And I think that that's a, uh, you have to look at it as that, you know, I think that being in the business to, uh, make money isn't about, uh, just the fact that like I get to go home with like a bigger paycheck, any of that, it allows me to invest in other locations. A lot of people always ask me, how am I able to open up more locations and how am I able to do the things that I do? And it's really because I am reinvesting that profit. And so the profit uh, creates job opportunities, profit. I I make sure that I'm living up to the, uh, the promises I'm making towards my team. You know, my team has a goal of maybe having one of their own locations one day or, you know, making more money or becoming a corporate trainer. You know, I want to be able to provide that opportunity. So I, I really feel like a lot of small businesses make the mistake where they really value the idea that they're a great employer and they make sure that uh, but that's not the detriment of growing the business and having profit. Mm -hmm. And there's a, a great saying that's either you fly or you die and you don't, and you have to make sure that you're constantly growing, innovating or else your business will fall apart. I like that. I think, um, what's your, what do you, what's your outlook on retail in general? Like kind of the businesses that you have across the board. I mean, obviously some probably already just shut their doors and said, I'm done. I'm not going to deal with this, but what are you kind of hearing, seeing, feeling out there? Yeah. So I'm having a lot of conversations with people where, or I'm seeing a lot of conversations where someone's saying, uh, 
this was what I probably needed the catalyst to realize that this isn't where I really want to be. And it's not the thing that I'm in love with and what I'm doing. And then I have a lot of people that are going, this has really shown me that I really love what I do and I can't wait to get back into it. And I want to make sure that I do, you know, I, I took it for granted. I maybe complain too much and I want to walk back in there more energized than ever and, and help grow things the way that need to be grown. I've been talking to a lot of people and saying, you know, this is really your opportunity to decide if this is the business uh, or that you're passionate about that you want to be in. Sometimes we get uh, carried away with ourselves and we start a business on our own. I can, I can only imagine that happens a lot for independent contractors who maybe have personal training clients or you know they put on events or any of those sort of things. Uh, I've had conversations with them where they say, wow, I really don't know if this thing's for me anymore. And I, and I go, yeah, like you have, to, you have to consider that. And then I think for the business who is uh, ready to take on the future, I think they really just need to you know, work on themselves, think internally, you know, think about what they need to do for their employees and team to create profit in the future. Yeah, no, I agree. What do you, um, are you getting, I know we talked about yesterday a little bit, are you getting any guidance and where maybe with the, if somebody's in a retail place or a restaurant or whatever, where are you gonna look for your guidance or some type of information, how you're gonna reopen and maybe some standards that you're gonna set in your practice, maybe that somebody else is like, where am I gonna look or what, is, what, are, what are people doing, you know? Yeah, I, I always look at big retail. I mean, I look at uh, people who've done it best. You know, it's interesting. I think it's really important to have mentors. And I always say my mentors can be anyone from my mom when I was growing up, uh, you know, uh, teaching me to have an imagination and a different perspective on things. She was a, a face painter and character artist and did henna type stuff. It's really crazy. My dad was the Easter Bunny and Santa, if you can imagine that. And so I, I really grew up around a lot of creative energy. And so that really mentored me into having a creative approach with people. And then I also, you know, look at people that maybe I necessarily don't have conversations with, but Howard Schultz is a huge influence for me, the uh, CEO of Starbucks. And, uh, you know, I really look to what they're doing. How are they reacting? How are they handling the market? What is their communication style? I think you can learn from uh, other businesses that you really respect their values and their goals. And I think that you can then uh, put that into perspective of who you are as an individual and create a unique outcome. So I think that if you combine all of that together, you'll do, do the right thing. That's really smart. And you were mentioning yesterday um, and talking about just growing and education and how you can make your business better. There was a couple books that you read. What were those books? I, uh... You know, the, the books I was uh, really talking about yesterday kind of talk about how the, uh, they've taught me a lot about the human sociology of things and that's Sapiens and uh, the history of everything. Yeah. Um, those two books are really impactful because, uh, especially in this time, because I've really learned how uh, people do forget, uh, uh, you know, catastrophes and issues and how we do want to come together. How do we do want to become a tribe? How we do want to support people? How, you know, there's, it's, it's, there's a lot to learn from those two books. And I think that in this time where our community is so isolated, but still coming together, I think those are great, you know, resources. Awesome. Yeah. I just want to give people some things to do. There's so much time for reflection here. <laughs> oh, totally. So it's a good time to slow down and read too. That's like one of the, I feel like most people have that goal on their list. Like I'm going to read so many books this year and then the year flies by and you don't end up doing it. But now's a great time to do that. So um, I tribe, uh, which I think I've told you guys about before. I use scribe, which is 
$9 a month or 10 bucks a month. And it's unlimited uh, books on tape, audio, articles, all sort of things you can read. And uh, I literally put it on, I think we've talked about this. I put it on two speeds. So the person's talking a little bit faster. And I'm telling you, I can zoom through a book. That Sapiens book is large and in charge. And I just put that on and it was like, I was just zooming past it. So it's, it's really, uh, I think, a great resource. And so I've been just really taking that time to just sort of chill and take all the information in. Cool. Yeah. I think Scribe, I'll have to check that out. We do Audible, but Scribe sounds good. And we do put it on one and a half or two, just depending on how fast the narrator talks. Exactly right. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool because I'm a, I kind of listen to a lot of podcasts and media online. So in my ear, so it's, it's, I'm going to have to check that out, especially for the time being suck down a lot of data quick. (laughs) I've been really trying to make sure that I, I mean, I'm the expert in the right thing. So what I always try to say is I don't want to be the expert in how many people are dying from the coronavirus or how many people are infected from the coronavirus. I think that somebody else is going to be out there doing that for me. And so I try not to really uh, spend all my energy and time sort of worrying about, you know, what's happening in the world. And what I'm really trying to do is say, what do I want to be the expert in right now? And that's recovery, uh, self-improvement, um, you know, how I'm going to enter and back into the business world. And so I just think that's something that maybe people need to kind of reflect on instead of listening to the news all day or, you know, uh, listening to the podcast about the coronavirus. It's actually taking that energy and putting it towards something that's going to be productive for you. Because look, th- there's someone whose job that is to make sure that, you know, if you want to look at an article for five minutes, you'll get an update. I agree. I think it's time. I mean, because you could sit here and focus on this all day long and it's, it's already been a focus for long enough that it's like, we've got to see how we can make our lives better as a result of this rather than focusing on the doom and gloom every day. Yeah, become yeah, an expert in uh, email funnels, become an expert in text message campaigns. Don't become an expert in something that we all hope goes away in uh, you know, a month, a month and a half. Yeah. I think that's, a really good point is focusing on your future, not focusing on what's going to be the past for us. I mean, you definitely want to learn from those experiences and we're all implementing things like you're mentioning um, that will probably be in place or will be in place when businesses back open again. But it's like, how are we going to move forward now? Not look at, what's happened you know there's a great interview with uh uh and you guys are gonna laugh when i say this but uh kanye west did a interview with zane Lowe of um on itunes or whatever but there's a a video of it uh, at his montana ranch whatever type of thing and he really talks about living in the future not in this sense of not enjoying your present, <clears throat> not enjoying whatever but he really talks about what you know what it means to have a visual uh, your surroundings, everything, and what you're kind of working towards to help your future. And, uh, and so I really recommend uh, watching that. It was pretty powerful. You know, he's a crazy guy, of course. But, you know, when I walked away from that, I, I was, it was a big, big thing for me. So, I, I, and so now I'm really trying to live in what I want my future ability uh, to be, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, for me, um, Crystal and I, I think we told you, we don't, we don't watch a lick of news. We never watch it. Um, I get my information from real people, from data, from experts, quick, quick 10, five minute interviews. And I kind of move on. And I think Crystal and I, we're so focused like on our business, like you said, is that we have customers and clients that are freaking out, reacting, and they're calling us saying, what if people don't, what, 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 what about this? What about this? And we have to be the reason we have to be the voice. We have to be the leader and we don't have time to sit here 
and worry about a virus or like you said, who's dying or who's living or what's going on. And unfortunately, we've got to be there for our clients, you know, and it's like you have to be there for the employees and that stuff. So I 100% agree. And I always tell people, I'm not, I'm not sitting here thinking about the one step back I took or the 10 steps or whatever it's going to be. I'm focusing on the step four, but I'm also focusing on like when this thing opens up is I'm going to be sprinting off the line, like, like dusting it, my, just in competition myself. And a lot of people are just focusing on the step back, you know? Well, I think it kind of goes back to that tribe mentality. Like we were talking about, um, with sapiens and the books that I'm going to read. And, um, <laughs> she uh, tells you later, she goes, wow, Billy picked some really boring books. <laughs> <laughs> but you really have to focus on leading your own tribe instead of worrying about, I mean, I think things get chaotic once we start worrying about everything else. Um, like you said, it's somebody else's job to do all that. And like the country is their tribe, but we have our own little tribes, whether it's our businesses, our employees, our team members, Families. our clients, you know, those are the people that we have to focus on and continue to bring value to and kind of coach through this because we will make it. We will get out on the other side, even though last night I was saying it, it did feel like I was like in hunger games or something. Yeah. I was like, what is this weird storm and then hail and this coronavirus. <laughs> it feels like, uh, like we somehow went this weird direction where they're like, yeah. oh. I'm like, like what's happening I'm in the like, world? Is failing last night? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would, I would say that um, when I really think about the future of things, I kind of, what I look at is how can my team uh, walk into this more innovative? And one of my big things for that was Yoga Box. Uh, Yoga Box, uh, we've been doing those live videos that I mentioned. I think our followers have gone up nearly 2,000 since we started doing it. Uh, and now we have, uh, you know, people that are kind of like, hey, what are you going to do for your online portion of your business model? So we're now sort of uh, the modeling what that's going to look like. And I think it's really exciting to kind of embrace technology and, and look at what we can do in the future to uh, make it universal. I mean, we had somebody in Australia uh, take a yoga class, San Antonio, Texas, New York, and they're messaging saying, hey, there's something really special about you guys. You know, how can we be part of this community and so now what's happening is we're able to spread that message in a different way so we're looking at how we can innovate that technology and I think again you know we're putting ourselves out there we're being vulnerable we're opening ourselves up and the return is that we're gonna make a future impact for the business that's so cool that's that's awesome so last question for you um, what's probably one big change personally and in business you know 100% you're gonna make after this Personally, I think uh, I'm not going to have much sugar anymore because I'm eating a lot of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm tough. watching the Zoom right now, I've got a, a, a jar of Oreos staring there, at me. There's a lot of Oreos in there that you need to eat. It looks so. stacked really nice though. <laughs> That's all Shannon. He does a great job with that. Uh, and then business-wise, I'll tell you, you know, my three pillars have always been, uh, well, A, I'm really utilizing this time also to negotiate some deals. So uh, I've been uh, getting better deals that... I maybe wouldn't have gotten before uh, considerations that weren't really there before. So that's been something that's been pretty powerful in the moment. But in the future, I think it's really about uh, continuing to embrace my team and making sure that they feel fully supported. It, it reminded me of some holes and areas that I could have worked on and make sure that our team feels 100% supported all the time. That's really important for me. That's education-wise, that's development, whatever. Uh, you know, Embracing technology is a huge thing for me right now. It's really, you know, from the software 
softwares we use to what our future looks like in tech, making sure that we're embracing all that. And then finally, it's you know, making sure that our customers have that future experience um, that you know we can all enjoy and, and feel safe in and so you know we're really looking at our facilities like we're cleaning them up a lot um, you know uh, you know redoing some of the paint you know getting some of that stuff updated so it's been it's been a great time to sort of reflect and work on the things that needed you know working on it's good stuff yeah I mean good stuff this has been um, super fun uh, one last question for you How's it going? I know you mentioned yesterday, some people might be curious, how's it going with dealing with your landlords? Are they being overall, what's the over general consensus pretty cool with you guys? Yeah. I mean, I've had a few, I've had a lot of great conversations where landlords are kind of saying, Hey, look, I got a break. I'm going to give you a break. So, you know, a, a landlord where they got a deferment on their loan or whatever, they're, they're like, I'm going to pass it on to you in good faith. And, and, and it's weird. I've actually had a few conversations like that where it's been pretty impactful. Uh, and then I've had a few landlords where uh, two in particular, one in New York city, and I can say what area and, uh, and then another one, but uh, where they have been very trying and very, uh, they're like, no, we can still charge you this. You're going to get it. We're going to get you back for this, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I'm like, that's fine. Or we're going to figure it out. But you know, we are it's you know we're just negotiating a lot with them they're creating a lot of friction and i would just say that you know it's a it's a great lesson it's like pick your battles right now right you know like you know where are you going to end up in this are you going to end up the person who's really supportive of your community you're watching out for each other you have each other's back or are you the person that's nickel and diming someone so i'll tell you what these are not the leases i want to renew you know these are not the leases where i want to sit there and support that person yeah. and you know and, and if i was a, a meaner guy i'd be saying their names on this thing and telling everybody to go say hi to them so you know this is your chance to um uh, define what your business model is and what you stand for. Well, Billy, appreciate the time as always. Yeah. There's some, I, I hope some people can listen to this um, and get some nuggets, but I just hope people really take advantage of this time. Um, if you have more time than others, my gosh, there's just the opportunities are endless with online and all the stuff. It's crazy. I agree. Awesome. So, Thank you so much. Yeah. Enjoy awesome. your weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Second time the charm. Tiger Tank. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Talk to okay. you. Bye. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.